0: Okay, we're learning that have ayin ches. Let's start from the very bottom of ayin zayin mabeiz again. From Amar Rabbi So we've been talking, this is really a, like, you know, it's a terminology question, really, between the way that a chacham is matir something. He's matir it again. Someone comes to the rabbi or the three members of the court and they say, he says, oh, I wouldn't have done the nether had I thought this point through. So then they matir the nether. A husband here is, about his wife, or so a father hears about his daughter's nether and he doesn't approve, so he's made for the nether, he revokes it. So the Gemara says, Let's say the Chacham, instead of using the right terminology of Hatara in the Dharm, he uses a Lashon that it's revoked, he says it's Hufar. Or the Baal, when he's revoking it, he uses a Lashon which is really meant to be used by the Chacham, he said it's permitted to you. Lo Amar it's ineffective, you have to use the right terminology. Titania says in the Bible, this is the thing. This is the thing means that this is, we're talking in a precision here. Ha-chacham the Chacham worked that he's mater the vow. Right? He's mater it. Remember the source for that? lo ya varo Other people can be mochlet. They can be mater towards him. The a baal the Baal is not mater. That's not his role. You cannot do that. You cannot use, use such a Lashem. The only thing you can do is be me You might have thought to make the following argument. Matir Who does not have the power of hafara. Nonetheless, he has the power to mean matir. He used the delusion of annulment. So, Baal Shmefer, a husband who could revoke an adinshu matir. So, maybe all the more certain he could annul. Maybe you can make such a Loma The Torah says, again, that this is where it all comes from. This is the matter. They ain't Baal matir. This is just the inverse of the same point. Zeh hadavar. This is the thing. Bal mefer. A husband can revoke in but the chacham cannot revoke. She mal bal shein matir mefer. If even a husband who cannot annul is able to revoke, chacham shemater in of she So the chacham who can annul maybe all the more certain he could revoke. Tam lomar zeh hadavar v'in chacham Now it ends up a very very funny thing because if you notice in the kavachomer the the assumptions that we have aren't really, like, understood in any way. Like, let's say the first one and the second one, if you put them together, they conflict, right? In other words, we walk in knowing a Chachamater, and you walk in knowing Habal Mefer. You want to know, could uh, a Chacham be Mefer, could a Chacham be Mefer, and could a Baal be Mefer? That's our question. So we try to, like, make Habachomers, assuming that the other one could be true as well, and both of them conflict each other, and we ultimately say, Zehadavar, no, you only have, stay in your lane. You have to be able to do only with what, the power that the Torah gave you. So they, they, they talk a bit of a... It would be a conflict to learn both of the kavachomers in, 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 together because if you try to if you try to implement what both kavachomers want, then you want to say both a chacham and a baal can do both. So then there's no kavachomer, right? So so the, each kavachomer was working with the assumption that there was truth half halfway, but not the other way. But ultimately, it all clears itself up. We learn from Zahadavar, each power is only gi- given to one party. So the the, the, the father, the husband only has Afarah, and the Chacham only has a mater. And again, the idea, this is the terminology that they're using when they, and they get rid of the nether. Also, obviously, words reflect on what's happening. The truth and what's happening is that there's a fundamental difference. Chacham is being Matir because he's being Okir okay, the das of the original noder. N- n- and the husband slash father is working very different. It's rev- it, they're revoking it in the sense that it's up to them. And if they, if they don't approve, they simply, they simply stop the netor. Okay. Now the Gemara gets into more drashas that we make from the zadavar. So again, the drasha is that uh, in, 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 in the, when it's talking about the, the nidarim and parshas matos, it says, the, the preface of the pasuk is zadavar So the Gemara says nemar kan zadavar. Here it says by vows. It says zadavar. You know another place in the Torah where it says, by Shkute We're familiar with Shkute a person when there's a carbon, and you want to bring a carbon in the base of Mikdush, you can only bring it in the base of Mikdush. You can't bring it anywhere you want. So look at maybe the side of your Gemara just to see the Pasuk. Pasuk and Parshus Achremos. It says, "Speak to Aaron and his children and all bnei Israel." That's the preface there about shkutechot. So here it says, "Ze hadavar by vows," and it says, "Ze hadavar by shkutechot." What's the zayir shaba? Ma b'shkutechot, Aaron, the one of Koh Israel, just shkutechot. Who does it apply to? Everybody, right? It says explicitly, Aaron, his sons, and every single Jew. All Jews are equal, equally included in the din of Shkodechot not to bring a carbon outside the base of Meklesh. So, too, here it applies to everybody. What does that mean? It applies to everybody. What that means is that everybody is qualified to be Matar and That's the Joshua that we're trying to make. You don't need to be especially you uh, erudite or or, or 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 be have smicha or something like that. It doesn't happen like that. If any 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 Joe is able to be mater a netir. That's our point. Then we flip it around. Umakan Roshe Hamatos when he's talking about by the vows, what did the Pusik say? Moshe spoke to the Roshe Hamatos to the Bnei Israel and said, Zadav So just as here by the nomad of the vows. There's something that's very unique to the uh, to the Rashi Hammato only the heads of the tribes are the people who are said explicitly, Avlalan Rashi Ha-matos. so to Chutz, there's something that's unique about the heads of the tribes. And what in the world does that mean? Gemara will have to tell us in a second. In other words, we just said, and B'Shkutei Chutz, it applies to everybody equally. But now we're saying, hey, it's only the Rashi Hamatos have a special significance that we learned from the it says uh, the Rashi Ha-matos, so to B'Shkutei Chutz. So to summarize, B'Shkutei Chutz, it says everybody. By the Dharam, it says the Rashi HaMato's. There's a shava between the two because by both places it says Zahad So far, this is what we've said. We've said just as Shchutei Chutz applies to everybody, so too Lathar Senadar applies to everybody, meaning that anybody's qualified to be madar and And now we're making in the inverse, just as in the dark, and there's special significance to the rosh HaMatos, to the leaders, so to Pashkutei Echutz, there is a special significance to the leaders. So the Gemara says, what exactly is going on? So the first thing that we said, Parshas Adarim, Hilchosah, what's the purpose of it saying, the Gzei That how does that apply to an adharem? Meaning, this that I learned, that Pashkutei that, Chutz is to all Akhlai if I'm applying that over Tarshas tar, tar, Adarim that it applies to everybody. What are we coming to teach? Amar the That makes sense. We're coming to say that any three head Yotos, are 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 qualified? Frank de Gamara, how could the Xerushavas do that? Ha Doesn't the pasuk say So what's the Xerushavas saying? Anyone is qualified. The pasuk says Rashi HaMathor. Significance is only given to the leaders. Only a leader of Klal Yisrael could be matar and eder. This is the resolution. It's a very simple point. If you want to be matir as an individual. You don't have a basin. You don't have three people. You just have you, yourself. Then you have to be the expert. Then you have to be a leader. You got to have a guy. You got to have smicha. You have to know all the, all the knowledge of the Nadarim. Then you can do it alone. That's the din of Rashi Hamadavs. Then there's another din that's being learned from the shava zadavar zadavar by Baishchut Echutz, where the Pasek includes everybody, that everyone is included, that they could be one of three judges for Atar's Nadarim. So it ends up, it's like either or. You could either have any three people, or you could have one uh mumcha, one expert. So now, now we're gonna understand what the possible is going the other way. Then we said from Zad Davrar, just as there's a din of Rosh Amatos by Nidharm, so does the din of Rosh Amatos by Shutekhutz. Lanyan what? What's our purpose? What's the purpose of what we're teaching? That there's special significance to the Roshiah Matos by Shutekhutz. Chutz. our Shish Lama Sheila should comes to tell us that you could go to a chacham and be matir. When you're dealing with haktish as well, Shlutei echot is a carbon. Let's say somebody was maktish a carbon, and then they 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 realize that if they thought it through better, they would never have been maktish a carbon. Could they go to a chacham and be mater Is it like a neder? And the answer is yes. It works with the power of nidarim, and you're able to be mater a hektish, much in the same way that you're mater a neder. How do we know that? The answer is that's exactly what we're teaching. Just as it says davar by nidarim, and there's special significance to the yachad mumcha that he could be mater. So too, there's a din. By Haktish, Yeshi Ela by Haktish, that the the leaders of Klal will be able to remove the Netar. But Zochtah Gemara, that's actually not such a simple point. And when we, when we learn Nosherim Tzachem, we'll learn this this machlokus. by opinion is that actually when you makhtish something, it's binding, it's final. There is no going back on it. Only bash ill is the opinion that that you could be matar Haktish. According to Baishamah, you cannot be matar Haktish, So what's the purpose? Right? The whole point is that we have a Shava, to learn in both directions. But it turns out that we're not learning anything from the Dharm over the haktish. So what, what's the purpose? Says You're right. Bishamah does not have the Xair Shava. And having a Shava is based upon tradition. In other words, it's not like a Kasha and Baishamai. Why does the Torah say the word Za'adavar? Be- 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 Zereshava is not an intuitive sense of Joshua where if the Torah said the same words, you darshim automatically, it's based upon tradition for it. So it must be Beishamai did not have the tradition to connect rashay, the, 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 the zahadovers by nidarim and by Shkotei So now, if Beishamai doesn't have that, then Zahadavers and the Dharma might like ziv. Okay, so then what's the per- point of the word Zahadaver? If you don't, you're not using it for Zereshava, so why does the Torah say, say the word Zahadaver? It comes to tell you, only this way can it work. A Chacham can only use the terminology of Heter, and a Baal cannot use the terminology of Heter. Baal Chacham and a husband can, must use the terminology of Afarah, and the Chacham does not. So it's not coming to make a Zereshavu to where it says elsewhere in the Torah, but rather it's an internal drasha Zeh hadavar that the Chacham must speak the way a Chacham should speak, and a Baal must speak the way that a Baal should speak. And according to Vaishamai, what's Zahadavar saying Again, since he doesn't have the tradition of the Shava, what's the point of the word Zahadavar? If you shecht a carbon or a bird that's a that's a carbon outside the base of Mikdash, you're malika, But not if you do Malika. What is Malika? Malika is that when you when you bring a bird offering inside the base of mikdash, instead of shachting it from the neck, you use it with the fingernail from the nape, from the back of the neck. It's a very unique avoda. So, if let's say a person took a bird that was hectish and he, and he did malika outside the base of Megdash, he would say, okay, he did davar to the base of Megdash outside. So we say, no, mm-hmm. only the way that the Torah says it. The Torah emphasizes davka mm-hmm. ashkita. So we learn that you're only chayyab for shachting the bird outside, even though that's not what you would have done to it inside. But if you're molikit outside, despite the fact that that is what you would do to it in, inside, you're not chayat. So it's a little bit counterintuitive. It's only shachita, not malika, even though. On a bird, the Avedah is actually malika. So that's a Jirasha that comes from Zahadavar only the way that the Torah tells it. So let's just stop where we are now. So I know there's been a lot of drushas. Make a summary of where we are. According to Bezalel, the Torah says, Zahadavar by Matos and by and by, achrimos, by Nedarim and by and by Eichos to connect them and with, through Xeroshava. The point of Shava teaches us two things. By Matos, it says, parsha's Matos, it says that Moshe spoke to the leaders. By says he spoke that the, the halakha is relevant to everybody. So we learn two points. That there's two ways to be Matar and nedr. You can either be mater and nedr with a Yachan Mumcha with a single single export or with three individuals, any three people. And we connect and we say that Nadarim has both options, and that we learn from Nadarim to Shut that Shut has that you could annul, annul a hektish. But does not hold to the Xer Shava. His opinion is ain Shale When you're is it's fine, bind, it's binding, it's final, you cannot be maturing. He doesn't have the shava, so he uses the Zahadavar in Rathos to say, for the Lashon of the Chacham and the Baal has to be unique to them. And by Shchutei Chutz, he uses the Zahadavar to teach that you're not Chayv on malika So now the gemara has the obvious question. know how does know that when you're to be Matur and nedir, you could use any three people? According to All that came from the Zahadavar, Zahadavar from Shchutei Chutz. It doesn't hold to that but All right, he holds. I know that any three people are good. Says the Gemara. Now we're going to jump into a little bit of a confusing price. But eventually, it will, it will, every, all the clarity will emerge. We learn it from this. So the Pasuk there is talking about Parsha's It's talking about the Mayadim. It goes through all the Pesukim with the Mayadim. So Vatanya says in a Brasov. Mo'adai It speaks about Hashem's festivals. Velo Shabbos but it doesn't say literally the regular good old Shabbos Bereishis. Right, the fact that every seven days we have Shabbos is not mentioned with them. Now, obviously, that's 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 a problem because it's actually right in the Pesukim when it opens up with the Mo'adai Hashem. The first one is Shabbos. So that's almost like directly against what what what, what the point of Rabbi uh, Yosei So the Gemara will explain. It doesn't say anything about Parshas Nidarim. The Parshat Peshadeh is whenever the Torah discusses the, 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 the Chagim, it doesn't mention anywhere close to that Hataras Nidarim. That's also going to be a problem. Because in Parshas Pinchas, when the Torah mentions the Mo'adim, what is right at the after the end of Parshas Pinchas, what comes right afterwards? Parshas Matas, right? The Parsha of Nadar. So Ben-Azai's point also doesn't seem to be true. So what happened was, Rav Asi bar Nasan found this price and he had he had a difficulty with it. Also, He traveled all the way to Nadar to discuss his problems with Rav Sheshach. He couldn't find Rav Sheshach. Rav Shays said went away. He traveled after Rav Shays down to the town of Machoza. And finally he meets him and he asks him his questions. this is saying that in the Parshas of the Ma'atim, it doesn't reference the Shabbos, what are you talking about? It does. In the very beginning, it mentioned Shabbos. But two with the second point from Manasseh. never never in imam. This that we say in the Dharma is not said in, in conjunction with the Mo'adim. What do you mean? Oh, It's rewritten right by its side, meaning right at the end of Parsha's Pin. So Amalira Rapshesha said, Al Kakutani, I'll tell you what the Bricea means. Top of the Amid Base. This is shot in the Brice. B'yadei Hashem, Kiddush When you're being Mekadish, the Mo'adim, so how you Mekadish, the Mo'adim, is that we declare Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh, based upon the visibility of the moon, The witnesses show up to the court, the court, the court then paskins that it's Rosh Chodesh, and then based upon that, they set the calendar. They set the calendar days coming up. So, right, Rosh Chodesh can either be the day 30 or be day 31, so it's all up to the basin. The basin has that power to control the calendar, and the, and and based upon that, that's when, that's when they dictate when when the holidays will be. So, Ma'ade Hashem Srichem Kiddush based the Ma'ade Hashem require Kiddush based And How do we know that? It comes from that pasuk. Like, so the drushes is Asher Tikru Atem. It's through based in calling Yerushchodash that it becomes that it becomes the calendar date is set and it becomes Yontif. However, the price of contrast Shabbos and Sri Kiddush based when you contrast. The, the, the holiness of Shabbos. Shabbos has nothing to do with human control. Shabbos is just naturally kiviv of a It just is every seven days. It's got nothing to do with the Kiddush of Basin. That's the point that the prize was making. It's not that it's not in the Parsha, but it's not similar to why the holiness is there. Yantiv, the holiness is there because Basin dictated it. However, Shabbos is there simply naturally. And the second point, this din. That you need a basin to declare the new month requires mumkin. It requires expert judges. How do we know this? So we know this because where does the whole thing come from? The whole thing comes from that Hashem, when Hashem was speaking about Chodesh Hazelachem Rosh and in describing the whole power of Kiddush Basin, He was speaking to Moshe and Aaron. So we learned up from there that there's a din that to sit on a basin and be Mikalish the Chodesh, you have to be an expert. You can't just be a regular job. So Ma'aseh Hashem However, what we're trying to say is that anyone could do it. Anyone can do it. You do not have to be a mumkha. So that's what Benazim was trying to say. The Moedah Hashem were said that you need a mumcha, But for Parshat Sidarim, you do not need um, a mumkha. Now, it sounds like there's a shtigl drasha going on for the word Eila, the Ron explains. Eila, Hashem, Kodesh. These things, for for the mayadim, is it like this that you need a mumkha? But when it comes to when it comes to parshas parshas Nedarim, you do not. So this is really the answer, finally, to what we wanted to know. We wanted to know if you don't learn the xerushava zeh if Beis doesn't hold the xerushava, then how's Beis going to know that three Hadyotos that any three people could sit on a in and be matar at them? The answer ultimately we're saying is that look at this price. The brisera makes highlights the contrast between parshas Nedarim. And and kiddush based in, and, and the ron is alluding is telling us that it's all alluded to in the word from ela Eila, ayde hashem tafka ayde hashem need mumchem but other times of the based in, they do not and that is a reference to Atar and dark gemara i the parsha of darim rashi what does beishamai do with the fact that it, when moshe is saying the the parsha of the Dharam, he says it to the rashi of it says he emphasizes the leaders it says the gemara the same resolution that we gave in Basil. It's either or, either yachad mumchet or three head Yotas. So lib maskana, both beisham and beisila agree in the facts. It's just a question of the. Ter- uh, it's just a question of how we get there. Everybody agrees in parshas nedarim. You either can use the yachad mumchet, or three 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 head Yotas. Well, the question is how we know that Be- beisila was relying on the gzirshah zadaver zadaver uh, and and beisham, I was learning it rather from this drash of elam the hashem. That only Maya de Hashem Sri Kiddush based Basin through a momcha, the Parshas the Darim does not need a Momcha. The machlokas is just really about the other way around if there's the Sheila or not. If you go to the Gzirashava, that's Basil, then there's Shaila Bahaktish. Like Besah, like Baishama in because he doesn't have the Xer Shava. Okay, now we get to the heavy lambdas about shtika. So Shtika, we're familiar, right? The idea we mentioned is that the husband, the father has the ability to either be made for the nether and know the nether right away. Uh, or you could confirm the nether, which stops his ability to be made for in the future. Well then the Torah says that, that, that if he's silent for, 20, for 24 hours or the day that it was made, we saw a machlokas about that, then the nether becomes hookah. So what is that? The pastures of it is, is that it's a, by being quiet, it's, it's, it's a proof, it's like an implicit approval. That's the idea. It's a proof that the husband is approving it. So, what if the, when the husband hears the vows, he's taka silent, but he was silent just to, just to bother her, right? to, just to distress her. He was trying to play a game with her and make her think that he was confirming the vow, but he doesn't, intent, he doesn't actually want it confirmed. He's actually trying to, to just drive her crazy, make her think that she's secure with her now, there, and then he'll revoke it at a later point. That was his plan. So basically, you have the shtika, but the, the, the reason that normally applies to shikah that, it, that, that the husband is trying to approve it, and that's the reason he's not saying anything you don't have. So Rab Khanina says, The husband is able to revoke the vow from now and even till days, even ten days later. So meaning this type of silence is not considered a confirmation. The whole Yesuh Rab Khanina is that when you're silent, generally that's an indication that you accept the nether. But if it doesn't, let's say where he was just trying to distress her, then it's possible even after the day of hearing. That's Rab Khanina's point of Rava, Rava has a kasha from her bride. So, so I, don't if you this, I don't remember this. I remember this. This is eight days ago. There was a whole dinner of Nesroikna. Remember, a father and a, a father and a aras together are made for the Nedarim of a Nara. So in other words, a father has a Nara. She's living by him. Then she gets betrothed. So now she partially enters into the husband's jurisdiction. So the father and the Aris together are made for Nedar. What happens is. Is that if the husband dies, there's a din of nisrokna, that the, the rights to be made for the transfer fully back to the father. So the father can be made for the alone. If the father dies, the ars cannot be made for the alone. But if the Aris dies, then the father could be made for the dharm alone. So the the brides have said, say, when did they say, sabab, that if the husband dies, the husband of the arusah dies? Then, then his rights transferred to the father. That's all if the, if the husband didn't hear about it at all. Or he heard about it and he revoked it. Or he heard about it and was silent on, all on the very, and died all on the very day that he heard it. Meaning the point is that the nether was not confirmed. It wasn't confirmed either because he didn't hear about it. He heard about it and he was heifer. Or the third case, he was silent when he heard about it, but he died on the very day that he heard about it. So meaning there was not 24 hours of passage since he heard about it. There was no shetikah of 24 hours. But if, when the husband heard about it, he was Sheshama, or he heard about it vishasak and he was quiet. And he was quiet for 24 hours and then he died. So meaning in these two cases, the nether had become confirmed by the husband before the husband dies, then in the father cannot revoke it. So the point the priests are saying, is that when is there a nisroknah? When the, when the husband had not confirmed it. But if the husband had confirmed it, then when the husband dies, there's no nisroknah to the father. Nisroknah is only on a nether, shalohu but on a nether shalohu there's no nisroknah. So it mentioned that there was silence. My lab, shows make it. What is that last case? It says he was quiet, he was silent, and he, di- he died the next day. So it doesn't, it doesn't say anything about the type of silence. It just says he was silent. And he died the next day. It doesn't say anything what type of silence it is. So it's masma. the Gemara is saying, any type of silence would confirm the neder, including shtika, amenas, lamekat, even if it was only done with intent to distress her and not done with the general intent just to approve it. Still, it would be too late. The neder would become okam. And what we're saying is that Rebchanina is wrong. The, the, the way shtika works Shikah is a, it's like a low plug, since generally when people are silent, generally when people are silent, it's an implicit approval. So therefore, even if you get a particular case where someone was silent for a different reason, it doesn't make a difference. The Torah only gave the the power to be made for an Adarim within the 24 hours. That would be like the other side of the coin here. And that's what the Gemara is trying to prove. So the Gemara says, You have to say the case where he was silent because he actually intended to confirm it. That's what he was trying to do. He was thinking in his heart that he was trying to confirm it. He wasn't thinking in his heart that he was trying to distress her, but rather he was trying, he was thinking in his heart, he wanted to confirm it. So isn't that exactly like the, the Brisa's first case where he heard it and he confirmed it? Meaning the Brisa says he confirmed it or he was silent and died on the next day. So if you're saying he was silent, he meant in his mind to confirm it. So that is confirmation. And the reason why the Gemara is saying this is because we're going to learn up later that that doesn't have to be said. A comma can be implied, Hakama can be thought. Hakama is not something which has to be verbalized, particularly, necessarily. So then, if the case is that he was al manas le Kayim, so that is a comma. So, what are the two cases? It says he hears about it and he was making it, or he heard about it and he was silent and he died the next day. What is that case of silence? It cannot be that he was Shoysik Manas Kayim, because that is Hakama. And you're saying it can't be Shosek HaManas makeup because that taka would not confirm the nether. There would be Nisroknas. So what is the case? So the mar says, Eleba Shosek Stam. The case is that he was shosik without any intent. That's the point. He didn't decide yet. That's exactly the point. The regular Shikha is a person silent without, 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 without a specific intent. He doesn't know what he's doing with his silence. He's not sure, undetermined. That's where the Torah says, after 24 hours pass, then it's too late. We'll assume that at that point it's been approved. But, 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 but if someone was shosek specifically with the intent to distress, and Reb Khanina's point is right, then the silence won't mean anything whatsoever, and it will not become hokam. Really, if he was shosek, then what would the halacha be? Then, then, then there would be nisrokna. When the Bariyasa said that he died the next day after being silent for 24 hours, there's no nisrokna, and Bariyasa was talking about where he was shosek without intent. So we're coming out that we've defended Reb Khanina. Reb Khanina's point is that if her husband is shosek with a specific intent, an intent that's not to approve, that's against approval. He shows Sheikh a Aslam just to distress her, then that Shtika is not going to confirm the Nether. We've defended that. The two cases which will the Nether will become confirmed is either if the husband said or thought about confirming it, or if he was silent without thinking anything. There we say, after 24 hours pass, the Nether will become, will come by itself. Tomorrow we will learn more proofs for or against what uh, Reb Khanina is saying.